0: He might be slow, but he loves hard. No laws when you white cloths. You're going to learn today. I mean, why do you look at me like that when you say that, right? Like, I mean, if I'm drinking, I'm willing to try almost anything.
1: You're fired. How is this my fault? All right. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Barbecue podcast. Back again. Another episode. We're going to talk a little bit about A little barbecue. Uh, a lot about everything else so uh, let's start the show as always i'm your host aaron here in the in the podcast or the garage pod whatever we want to call it we've got hector and i'm back you got a hi i'm is back he's back this week and of course in la we've got my brother uh xavier all right guys so we'd like to talk about a little bit what we did over the weekend um but before we do, last week, we were talking about chili, right? The the beans or no beans thing. Man, what a touchy subject that is on the internet. I posted that to some groups. That's the most engagement we've ever gotten on anything I've posted for the podcast. I mean... Now, I looked, I looked through
2: the comments and stuff and the stuff that you were sending us, which I'm shocked by that people are actually commenting on our material. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but there's this one guy who made like a tweet this, this dude yes. who, who put like a video out yeah why he's so angry He was so yeah, <laughs> I was, yeah i was like we're having a debate but he was like he was really angry he's like he's like you could do beans or no beans who gives a shit just eat your chili i was like dude just relax man
1: <laughs> yeah like, we're gonna I have him on awesome. next week so <laughs>
2: we, we should he seems like he's pretty funny though like, that last part like was pretty funny but he I just mean, seemed like he was a little aggressive with the approach. We were having a friendly debate on it. And he just seemed like he was just so, so upset. Like No, fucking,
1: no one likes when the girl's boyfriend pops out of the bathroom. And <laughs> yeah, he's,
2: he's, he's, he's pretty funny. We should have him on the podcast. So if you're listening, I don't mean to offend you. I just thought you were a little angry at us. And uh, let's just all play nice.
1: I think the level-headed consensus was if you like it, do it. Who cares, right? Like, Eat what you want, you know. That was kind of the thing, right? Yeah, but I think it was just more like
2: beans or no beans. Like, yeah, you're going to eat what you want either way. We're just kind of having a debate about it.
3: Yeah, but I think, I mean, the beans and the chili, are just, I think it's just the filler back in the day that everybody used it for. Yeah, just for their rice, beans. You got to feed a family of 15. Well, you'll be getting some chili. Let's go put some beans in there so you can make sure everybody, everybody gets full. Yeah. I mean, I've
2: had good versions of both, so either way, it's good, Sorry. it's good. Are we not going to touch base on Jaime's uh, uh, <laughs> his absence last week? <laughs> yeah,
1: I guess we, we can. <laughs> Jaime, you're
3: there. Very- is he open to discussing his? Uh, it's if, his, if you if you want to see what happened, you got to log out the Patreon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Without the Patreon, they're getting you no know, stories of this. What happened? Got to fork over two ninety nine. Man, you got go to go that two ninety nine. No. Fair enough. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, that was that was pretty surprising that. Out of all the stuff we post, um, the chili one was the the most. Um, I don't know the, the the one that just touched everybody's nerve a little bit. You know, the people that were on the either side of it were really passionate, like that guy on Twitter. Yeah, um, but I think most people were just like, Yeah, do what you like." But the fact that they would take the time to comment, just <laughs> you know, and some of them would put long. I mean, the paragraphs. internet is
3: full of bunch of trolls, so <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess so.
1: I mean, it's promising. We got some mileage out of that. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. That episode's doing pretty well right now. All right. So uh, what we want to start doing here on the podcast, I know some of you actually tune in to talk barbecue and uh, not so much for the other shenanigans. So what we want to start doing is putting the barbecue section towards the front of the podcast. You'll get a good, good 20 minutes. You know, it's about as long as we can last when it comes to barbecue
2: <laughs> uh, unless you have Blue Chew. Yeah, Blue Chew's listening. Then the we could do a three-hour podcast
1: huh? on barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we'll move all the barbecue stuff to the front. Second half of the podcast will be all the shenanigans for all you cochinos out there that want to stick around. <laughs> you and
3: can stay for the party.
1: Stay for the party, yeah. So like I said, we're moving the barbecue stuff to the front. And Hector and I had a little experience today might say life-changing for at least one of us for here one of y'all yeah so we had a uh let's call it a pop-up event for a k-pop event i had no idea what k-pop was until recently but that's Hiram. do you know what k-pop is absolutely it's pretty big here in la k-pop yeah yeah so i mean that's
2: kind of like where bts and all of them kind of derived from right
1: correct we thought it was a BTS K-pop event, but it was some other girl, an Asian girl or Korean girl. I have no, no idea who she they is. They generate I mean, a they lot of sales. Like 10 yeah. billion people. <laughs> well, we didn't have 10 billion people today, but it was still cool, you know. Um, but just surprising that all these people showed up just for that. Like a lot of them didn't eat. They were just showing up to buy these little trinkets and stuff for this K-pop stuff. It's a huge market. Yeah. So this event was with our friends at Snowbite they let Hector and I take over their commercial kitchen today. Uh, so we were handling the food for the restaurant uh, while they were selling boba teas and vendors were inside selling, you know, little K-pop stuff. Um, so why don't you tell, tell what we made, Hector. This is kind of inspired from one of our Hymas quotes and one of the other podcasts.
0: We made brisket bowls. If you remember, Jaime yeah. had mentioned about our brisket bowl, and we didn't know what the fuck he was barbecue, talking about.
1: A bowl of barbecue. No,
0: barbecue a bowl, bowl of barbecue. Yeah, so we said, well, <laughs> <bowl of> <laughs> let's, let's run with that. So we made some of uh, the competition beans that Bass hit first at Smokey on the Rio two years in a row. Put the beans, put some rice, uh, and thanks to Mighty Soul for helping us out with the rice. And we made brisket. And it, it was nice, man. We had, we had some good compliments uh, from, from the food. And everything else we stayed in the kitchen uh primarily because we you know we get an order here like okay so many cups here so many cups there, so we make the cups and we spent most of the time talking to connie's husband mike um but i think what i took away from the experience is that i i do not think i want to run a restaurant of any sort anymore i've had these little aspirations <laughs> like hey i think i'd like to run a little kitchen of some sort nah fuck that i think i'm good i think i'd rather <laughs> deal with the stress of being a lawyer and all the shit that comes with that than doing that it's just a I don't know It was an experience like
3: re- I always said The restaurant's more Like a retirement thing You know Like when you're done Working You got your little Check coming in yeah, And you but, want to Open up a restaurant Just to like Supplement your income but you, When you retire You want to play golf You don't want to Work in the kitchen All day right
0: No I, I think what what I took away from it I'd like to be uh, If I ever opened up A place I'd like probably To be the face the Of it Yeah. If you remember One in a million In Austin
3: yeah. The
0: owner was always Very fucking What I mean do you know What he would tell you uh, What he would say He, he referred I, everybody I, I The same way I
3: Remember, But yeah
1: I don't know, it was like like you called him chief or boss or something. Or some shit,
0: but he was like shaking everybody's hand and everything else. And all he did was sit in the front on a chair saying hi to everybody, he had the staff, you know, making the tacos yeah. and everything else. I can see myself doing that, but actually working in a kitchen, God bless people who can do that every day, man. I was like, fuck this. And that's because it was very little work, but I'm exhausted yeah. right now.
1: Mentally we were the, drained. The opposite of in the weeds. It was very like we were sitting back the whole time watching football on the iPad. So yeah, and what
0: would you take from it, Bass? What was your uh, feelings on it?
1: I, you know what, I enjoyed just being in in that kitchen in Connie's uh, commercial kitchen. I've never had the pleasure of getting to work in one. I have my kitchen at home, which it's all right uh, to me. It's a big kitchen, but there just to have like the big, I mean. Unlimited burners, fryers, an oven, the big you know three compartment sink to wash dishes. Like it just was badass, and how they have all the ingredients just there ready to go. That was cool. That was cool. I think if we ever do it again, we should just do like a loaded big potato or something crazy like that. You know, they have all those those bars with like the cheese and onions and bacon already ready to go, which is like assembly line style.
0: I think if we ever do it again, we should just order some pizzas from uh, Stefano <laughs> and just sell pizza by the fucking slice. And
1: <laughs> throw brisket on it. <laughs> We're <laughs> done.
0: <laughs> throw some barbecue sauce on it here. We did it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We're done. Mic drop.
1: Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the brisket. I mean, that was kind of the, the star of the show, right? We cooked four briskets yesterday on the pit maker safe. So those of you listening out there that know about barbecue pits, uh, pit maker safe man knocked it out it really did a good job
0: yeah we prepped the briskets friday night cooked them yesterday jaime helped us uh with all the cutting and everything yesterday and that yeah. uh, pitmaker safe we weren't sure they were going to fit in there but we found a way and uh definitely you know just every time we cook on that thing it's like we find something else new about it that we love it so pitmaker definitely
3: came through again
2: Dude, you're, telling I was, me Hyman, you're telling me Jaime. You're telling me Jaime found some time from his dating life to go out there and help you all a little bit.
3: <laughs> it's exactly what he's saying.
2: <laughs> Dude, you must can, not been a good date.
0: You can only bang so many times a day, so many times a week.
1: Man. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> um, there's a misconception that you can't get a smoke ring on a pit maker, and
3: I mean, it was, it was they it all was, had solid. I, that was solid with
1: very little wood that Hector. Hector gave me some of his wood and uh to, whoa, put, in,
2: to whoa, put in the whoa, pit. Whoa, whoa. It was oh, wow.
3: it was very little. It was <laughs> I
2: thought you were saving the cochino stuff at
3: the end of the podcast. It was a, a is there is there any amount he does give more than more wood? It was very little wood, but you know, it gave it, it did its job. <laughs> is that what the high school your high school girlfriend said?
0: Maybe I need to try the blue chew to see if I can, if I can uh, give out more wood. I don't know, but.
1: um what else um our sister showed up she had herself a little barbecue bowl. Oh, nice. Hector's family showed up. That yeah, was
0: cool. Tell them like, <laughs> so, so, what happened with Evie.
1: So uh, Evie's sitting there, right? And she looks over at the table with, with Hector's mom and, and his sister and then another kid there. And she's like, she leans over to me. And she goes, is that Hector's son? It's <laughs> <was> like, what? <laughs> Well, he's Wait. got, it's his nephew, but Evie thought it was his 20 year old son <laughs> that Hector's been like hiding away for <laughs> the last 20 years. <laughs> does he look like you or what? <laughs> kind of does, man. Yeah. I don't
0: think so. And then fucking Bass tells me, hey, dude, Evie just asked me if Diego was your son. And I said, shh, don't tell anybody. No one's supposed to know. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, dude, <laughs> no one is supposed to know. That's how rumors get started, man. I was like, shit. I told my mom and my nephew, I told the whole table, like, laughing their asses off. They're like, fucking serious. I go, like, yeah.
1: Um, another unicorn that showed up was Amanda. She's part of. She was part of the uh, cooking team before Campos. before she moved. Uh, to Wonder, the Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah, she wants to be on the podcast. She said one of these weekends when she's in town, uh, she wants to get on. She can get on. We also slapped. I don't know if this was <laughs> what you think of this, Hiram. We're we're in an Asian restaurant, Vietnamese restaurant. And we slap me rubby long time stickers on all of the barbecue uh, cups. I've, <laughs> I've
2: been
1: a huge, I would say anti uh, me
2: rubby long time person uh for as long as you all have had the name. And I've always said this is not gonna fly in in the majority of the country, and you guys have still stuck to the me rubby long
1: time name.
2: For those of uh, you that
1: don't know, me rub you long time is our cooking team name. Correct. <laughs> And I, actually, I think in the, did you in the environment that we're, in, I got the, the a lot of place
2: that we're at right now. As
1: far as people canceling, yeah,
2: yeah, eventually that that's, that's going to happen. I, I think we're, I think we're we're treading in, in some shallow waters there. But uh
1: I got a lot of like, oh, that little picture—it's so cute. It's funny, <laughs> you know.
0: But the thing is, this—if you listen to most people speak nowadays, they're so fucking illiterate. That most go. people would probably say, he's asking for it. like uh, me, me like you, me, me love you. So, me rub you long time really isn't that big of a deal, man. Because
2: I thought this is going to be more damage control, but he's just kind of like <laughs> he's just hammering. He, the he called in me in later and also like fuck. Like, let me get so the gasoline that. tank real
0: quick. We live he's in a doing,
2: state he's
1: of doing the complete opposite. We
0: live in a fucking state of idiocracy, man. People are fucking borderline mental now.
1: Except for so, the fans of Ready, Set, Barbecue Podcast. Yeah, so cool. it's
0: like, you know, whatever. It's like, and if you look at our logo, the fucking bull, <laughs> you know, you can, this is the way I project it. He's a meathead, right? He's got, well, you have to see our logo. mean, log on, you'll see our logo. Oh, my God. He could be one of these fucking mouth breathers who's kind of like, has an IQ of 25, but he's hung like a bull and he's a bull, you know what I mean? <laughs> or whatever. And he's like, you know. <laughs> Me rub you long time, you know, so it's like...
1: Whatever. And he's got a, a pig and a chicken head. Yeah, dude, butt. I mean,
0: he's he's going to hit it, you know, whatever. He doesn't care. He might be slow, but he loves hard. So that's that's the whole mantra of me rub you long time.
2: I'm um, so glad that the logo like has a t-shirt. backstory. I'm so glad that the logo has a backstory to
1: it now.
0: <laughs> you know, I got a message. Was it Bass about a year and a half ago from some guy from, was it Ohio or California?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like offended. Like, yeah, he was like...
0: Yeah, he called me out on the logo and, and all this shit. And I was like, first of all, he's like, I think I met you all and I hung out with you all at your tent. Some fucking guy from like another state. i like, yeah, I fuck you, wrong guy, fuck off, man. And I would appreciate if you changed your logo. I was like, what, who the fuck are you? And why are you contacting me about what you appreciate? I'd appreciate you to leave me the fuck alone and go fucking die. You know, like that's what I'd appreciate. So maybe COVID got him for all I fucking know. I don't know, but fuck him.
3: Man. Tell me how you feel,
2: Hector. Forever. We haven't had one of Hector's rants in a couple episodes. So this oh is, no, uh, We're just warming well up, bro.
0: We're just warming up. <laughs> We're only about 15 minutes in, dude. I'm fucking, I'm ready.
1: So continuing on with the day we had, uh, the cool thing about being in the kitchen is uh, you can just come up with creative ideas and like on the fly. I mean, for us, right? Not to sell, but Connie's husband, Mike, whipped up some some french fries with cheese and brisket on top. That was, those were awesome. And Connie fried up some, some gizzards. Those are pretty, pretty solid.
0: Yeah, uh, Jaime. So we were there, right? And Connie was like, Do you all want some fried gizzards? Have you ever had fried gizzards? And Baz looks at me like,
1: <laughs> was like, like, You don't even know.
0: I was like, You're going to learn today. <laughs> I was like, Have you not heard of Starlight? <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking there like three times <laughs> a week. <laughs> yeah, they were good, man. They were, uh, she made the, the uh, fried gizzards like with a, like, I guess like a chili, like a sweet chili sauce. And you liked them? Fuck yeah, dude. I told her you need to find a way to get this on the menu. They
1: were good. They were
0: good as an appetizer or something. They're really good.
1: Yeah. Soul doesn't like gizzards, but she ate those. She liked them. Okay, Hector. So closing thoughts on our on our, I guess, barbecue pop-up for a day. Do you see yourself doing this again? Or are you done? Is this it? is this a one-off?
0: No, I think I would, I think I would probably do it again. I mean, again, thanks to Connie and Mike and everybody at Snowbite who helped us out. And, you know, it was fun. It was an experience. And and like I told you before we, we ventured into this I said, you know what, let's take advantage of it. Let's see if it's, you know, thank God, you know, thank God for Connie. That was, she was nice enough, kind enough to open up her kitchen to us. You know what I mean? And was super generous with her time and everything else with it to see, Hey, let's see if you all actually like this or not. And I would do it again. I can't see myself wanting to do this like every month or every week. Definitely not every week, but yeah, you know. And if we did something different, I already have some other ideas. I know you and I have talked about it. Yeah, uh, that could probably be a lot easier and less time consuming. But uh, well, there's a lot of different stuff, man. The creativity—that's that's what I really like about it. What you just said is true because we we talked about like five or six different things we could do now. You know, collaborate uh, collaborating with them on ideas and. You know, it's promising.
1: Our original idea was to do mashed potatoes and macaroni. Could you imagine? Oh,
0: like, shit. That, that would have been that hard. That would have been bit. a lot of work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially the way I make it yeah. with my recipes. is like, fuck. Even with us all three working on it, it, it would have been, been a been chinga. chinga.
2: Yeah. Can you guys slap a Ready Set Barbecue podcast sticker on those uh, to-go things next time?
1: We could, but I didn't think that like tween girls were like uh, the audience for our podcast. So I really didn't want to promote the... The podcast on this one um, the k-pop the k-pop crowd. yeah i don't think the k-pop crowd is our is our demographic
0: we might actually want to go with the original logo if you want to go with the k-pop <laughs>
1: oh yeah i don't know
0: then we <laughs> might get fucking blacklisted but
1: by, uh,
0: by, by everybody but
1: yeah so if you want to see these logos you can get on our facebook page instagram twitter
3: is the original logo on the website
1: so if you get on the ReadySetBBQ.com, we have t-shirts of both logos, the original and the new one. Um, we've got t-shirts of everything on there. We've got Dirty Grills. We've got, um, I mean, every uh, we've got quite a, quite a catalog of t-shirts on the website. We've got caps. We've got, you can see decals of the logos. I think what I'm going to do next is make a sheet with all the different decals on there so you can get them all, collect them all. Um See if anybody buys those.
0: Are we going to do any for Jaime? Like with his Patreon account? (laughs) You could. Like just a close-up of, um, I don't know, I don't know if something we can get creative and just say here. Yeah. For the lonely fans or...
1: We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's at ReadySetBBQ for all of them. So check all that out. We'll post pictures from today uh, when this episode gets released on Tuesday night. So you can see some of the stuff that we're talking about at this place here. So... And
2: we will start releasing videos soon. Uh, so that's coming. We'll have like some YouTube videos coming yeah. pretty soon. And
1: again, that's in the works. and again, just to close out this segment, huge. Thanks to Connie and Mike. Uh, Marisol was there also all day helping us out. So uh, big props to them. Um, so now we've got, we haven't had this segment before a little backstory. Hiram and I started a podcast when COVID started It was more of a a video podcast through Zoom. Uh, We did interview some people. We'd have guests on. And the name of that podcast was What Are You Drinking? So we're going to bring that back today. We're going to bring back a little What Are You Drinking segment. And Hiram's going to lead that off.
2: man that's some fucking sick music right there that sounds like something
0: you play when you're about to roach somebody (laughs) and you're like fucking already like celebrating like
2: i'm about to roach you with some wisdom here (laughs) hector um this is our debut of what are you drinking so so really this is i mean literally we're going to talk about what we're drinking uh but in the future this is just the segment where we're kind of talking about what's kind of in right now so it doesn't necessarily have to be alcohol uh for this segment, it will be alcohol, but in the future, what are you drinking? It's just like, what's the trendy shit going on right now? Like blue juice was so what I was a, drinking. It's like word, um,
1: word on the street, Hector,
2: but extreme. Extreme. <laughs> um, so um, hard seltzer is huge right now, especially Wait, in LA. I don't, know how, is, I don't know how it is in Texas. But what are you hard drinking? Seltzer, is that what you're drinking right now? That's what, I'm, that's what I'm currently drinking
1: is a lemon
2: White Claw. Jaime uh, would probably call this White Girl that uh, sounds, alcohol. That
1: sounds tough. I got a little vodka and mixer here. Some Buble. Lovely. It's, it's, it's about the same. Buble? Um, yeah, it's the same thing.
2: So I've been drinking this recently. I've been drinking a lot of White Claws. Um, as you know, I'm a personal trainer in LA. So we're always looking for ways to kind of not you know, derail our progress. And, and I came across an article of, of uh, that was written by a a bunch of nutritionists. And they said, these are the things that, that you should, uh, as far as hard seltzer, these are the things that you should drink if you don't want to derail your fitness plan. Right. Uh, And this thing is, this thing is huge right now in LA. Everyone's drinking White Claws. Uh, At first I thought it was just girls, but now dudes are trying to do it. And it's just, it's just starting to catch on to where other companies are starting to release their products. Like Bud Light has one now. Corona has one now. Um, a lot of these beer companies are starting to release these these hard seltzers because it seems to be like the big trend right now. But White Claws is kind of like the original as, as far as the most popular one goes. Um so, I came across a list, and I'm going to give you the top five, which I'm only familiar with White Claws. I don't know these other ones. So, others. before you um, get into
1: that list, I want to say it's not just a, a California thing. Because if you go yeah. to your local grocery store here, which whereas H-E-B, these right. sparkling or hard seltzers have taken over half of the refrigerated, like, alcohol have beverage. You guys, have you guys personally
2: ventured into the hard seltzer world? Any of you guys? I have. Yeah?
1: No, I haven't. Like it? But no, I, I, no, I haven't. I don't. I can't imagine. I can't imagine Hiram just out of principle would I never think do it. is going to do it. <laughs> no, I, I, I. My girlfriend buys them, and so I'll try them. She's she tries all the different ones to see which one she likes the best. So we've had. It's a nice alternative. from Drinking like thirty beers a night, uh, maybe like the next day, you want to keep the party going. And you're like, I just can't drink any more beer. Um, so you're not well, down for a, uh, Hiram's coming down. By the way, he's going to be live on the next podcast. I will. Yeah. You don't want to have a white claw night, home,
3: man, White claw night.
1: Yeah, you dress in all white, and just drink white claws all night.
2: <laughs> I mean, there are no laws when you white claws.
1: <laughs> we can try it. We can try it.
2: <laughs> Anyways, they have a ton of flavors, and 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 really, I just kind of brought it up because it is a trendy thing right now, and, and I just kind of wanted to share some of the top brands if you are really looking to to keep that barbecue body intact. And you want to drink, (laughs) you don't want to be drinking beers and whiskey all day. This is just an alternative for you people out there. Um, Number one was Briggs Hard Seltzer. I've never heard of it before, but it has 108 calories. So there you go. Not a lot of sugar, zero grams of sugar. Uh, Henry's Hard Sparkling Water. And a lot of these brands are just, I mean, they're all all the same thing, right? Bond and Viv is number three. Uh, Truly, I've heard of Truly before. I've actually had Truly. They're pretty good. Uh, They're number four. And then white claw is number five, um, but they all taste the same. It really is just about marketing right now because they're all they're all low sugar, they're all low calorie, they're all doing the kind of the same pitch. Um, but it's catching on like wildfire right now. So if you're, I mean, the way celebrities are, you know, releasing tequilas and all kinds of stuff like that. It's not too far in the future where these celebrities are gonna start releasing these hard seltzers because that's that's the thing to go right now. Oh, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. So I'm actually gonna endorse white claw because it's it's you're gonna be I'm the drinking th- one right, I'm drinking one right now, and it's definitely what I'm drinking this month. Um I'm sure Jaime's gonna fucking derail that when I get down to Texas and he's gonna make sure he puts a stop to that. How is this my uh, fault?
3: <laughs> you drink a silo without me, <laughs> Yeah.
2: You're my enabler. The enabler. Yeah. So I'm now- sure you guys are gonna stuff me with briskets and beers when I get down there, but when I get back to L.A., if I really want to kind of drink light, uh,
1: I think White Claws is, is a good alternative from the traditional beer drinking. Hector, now, you're not much of a drinker, uh, and you never really have been. But um, for those of you who think that he's, like, on the wagon or something, that's not <laughs> the case. Uh, but if you're on vacation or something, you'll you'll tend to, once in a while, you know, enjoy the…
0: Yeah, if I'm on vacation, I'll drink. Um, like we went to Cabo a few months ago. I was drinking every day.
1: Now, but. could you see yourself having a white claw by the place? I can
3: see it. I can I, see it. I can see you having one. You're not a, you're not <laughs> I
1: mean, why are you look at me like that <laughs> when you say right?
3: like,
1: You're not a beer guy for sure. Yeah,
3: yeah bitch. No, I, I can see you, see you drinking it. one. I can see you drinking a white claw.
2: <laughs> Just imagine like a sparkling water with some alcohol in it. It's pretty much what it is. Flavor, sparkling water.
0: I mean, if I'm drinking, I'm willing to try almost anything. Uh,
1: uh, but hold on. Wait. Hold on. We're still, are we still talking hold about some beverage? We're, we're
3: not there yet, Hector. Chill out. Yeah. That should be a shirt.
0: Boy, fucking not said, dude. No laws when you white claw. Was it? No. So,
3: I'll try anything when I'm drinking. Drinking
0: wise, I'll try almost any oh. alcoholic beverage when I'm drinking. Ay, wow. But you know what? I may have one when you all come down. I'll have like yeah. a sip and then I'll get an Uber just for the sip. <laughs> Nice.
2: It's uh, yeah, I think it's good. I'll I'll endorse it. I'm a, I'm a trainer. I think this is a good alternative. If you're looking to, if if you don't want to give up alcohol completely, which is the way to go, if you really want to get into good shape. Uh, I know that's not realistic for most people, but if you want to, if you don't want to just like disrupt all the hard work, I think uh seltzer, seltzer, hard seltzer is kind of the thing right now. Hey,
0: when you stepped away, he said, if you want to maintain your barbecue body, so I was thinking, like when, like it's fucking erect already. Like I don't, want to
2: like <laughs>
1: maintain. I
0: want to maintain that shit. I
2: I'm think like,
1: that was, uh, I think that was an oxymoron, Hector. Now, okay. does do the barbecue? Does the barbecue community look at you funny if you're walking up to the results with a white claw? I mean,
0: considering most of the barbecue wives drink hard liquor and yeah. and fucking Budweiser, they'd probably look at us like, um, hmm,
1: a little softer,
0: a little soft, yeah.
2: yeah. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be great for like a barbecue team to show up and it's like that that global gym from like uh, uh, dodgeball where they're all like in shape and they're all like six packs and they're winning all the awards and and everyone in their barbecue bodies are sitting in their chairs like fuck these guys look like they're in shape and they're winning all the awards and wouldn't that just fuck up your whole thing? Like I would,
1: I would just want to march in with that little dance they do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. These guys go up there with no shirts on. They're like,
2: "Yeah, man, we just wanting ribs," and they're drinking White Claws, and they're just keep taking care of themselves. They walk up there with low cholesterol. Yeah, you don't just see a lot of that. Winning in life.
3: No,
0: that sounds like a California. I can see that being done like in because
3: uh, skinny guys don't cook
0: in LA. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, celebrity chefs. But I don't think they eat. I don't think they eat. Yeah, they're they're too coked up or something. <laughs> There's a lot of coke up here. Alright,
1: so we'll see. We'll we'll do a review, we'll we'll unpack this. We'll so. try some of
3: those seltzers and bring up see what happens next week. Yeah, we'll take yeah, a little white cloud party. <laughs> when
1: Eddie's on, we're all gonna be drinking white clouds. Can
0: you take those with blue chew?
1: I guarantee um
2: I have not tried that yet, but that does seem like an experiment that needs to be that needs to happen.
0: Yeah, that might Pro-tip. be something where you uh, reach out to uh, the creators of Blue Chew and say, Yeah, you know, I think could,
2: the problem with I think with blue Chew, you shouldn't drink alcohol in general because it's gonna it's gonna kind of it's gonna have a bad effect or it's just gonna take uh, it's 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 not smart to do the alcohol and the blue shoe. But send them an email
1: and be like, hey, me yeah. and my friends want to have a white cloud party, and we were wondering if blue Chew can be involved. Do you, do you have some like a uh, higher uh, like uh,
2: higher blue Chew effect on this? Uh, I don't know how. It- good work I, I mean look i'm not the blue chew like expert here um but i can be if they sponsor the podcast they yeah. want to
1: send us some samples so we'll definitely uh take those first spin. this is a good segue into our next segment uh <laughs> good job there we did our we'll be bringing back these little segments of what are you drinking throughout the the podcast um but hector's got some word on the street <laughs> to the base there. there it is. Having some technical difficulties with the word on the street. All right, Hector, you got a little story for us.
0: So if you've heard a few episodes, you know, once in a while, we'll bring up professional wrestling. Uh, there was an episode recently on a series called Dark Side of... It's the Dark Side of the Ring where they talk about this uh, infamous plane ride from, plane ride from hell incident <coughs> from 2002 in which a bunch of... Uh, WWE wrestlers, management, everybody went to Europe, did a tour, and then they flew back. So one of my friends sent me the actual video uh, from Vice TV because that's where the show comes out. And basically, in a nutshell, it talks about how Ric Flair... There was an incident where Ric Flair's uh, on the plane, naked, with nothing but a robe. And the guys they interview are like, well, he's got a hammer, you know what I mean? Like everybody knows Ric Flair's got this hammer. So apparently Ric Flair has a huge thing
3: around or, what time frame was this
0: this was 2002 okay but here's what happened apparently as the story goes there was a 7 hour delay and the beauty of this this was a private uh jet that Vince McMahon the owner of WWE had rented so they had carts of alcohol the stewardess was,
2: was open bar it was an open bar
0: correct and the stewardess said that she had never seen this happen before they went through 3 carts of alcohol. She said, on one flight, we don't get Sweet. through a cart. She goes, in seven hours, they went through three carts of alcohol. So, uh, wow. So, they were mixing it. A, a lot of, at that time, a lot of wrestlers are, uh, you know, drug addicts. They were taking GHB things that, are, you know, that put your ass to sleep, among other things. So, there's a lot of pranking, what they call ribbing and stuff going on. But the biggest thing that was taken away from this, uh, and this ties into our cancel culture conversation that we tend to have every week. It came out again. The story came out in two thousand two, and now it's because of this series. It's back in the in the limelight. A stewardess was on there, and she said Rick Flair accosted her. Right, like she was in the back of the plane. Rick Flair came up to her, uh, opened up his robe, and forced her to touch his penis. So during this show, they're interviewing different people. So this is the, these are repercussions of the culture we live in now. There's a wrestler named Tommy Dreamer who was suspended this week because if you if you see the the interview. He's actually. It actually sounds like he's defending Ric Flair. Like he says, I've never seen Ric Flair, you know, force himself on anybody. And if it was so heinous, you know, uh, because this this resulted in a lawsuit in which she settled and got an undisclosed amount of money. So he was like attacking her in a way, like saying, "Well, if it was, if he's such a heinous person, why'd you go get the money? You know, why not file criminal charges and whatever?" So the company he works for now has suspended him indefinitely, which is code for "you are fired." You're fired. Ric Flair recently. Asked for his release from WWE, presumably to go to AEW, which is uh, one of the hottest new promotions around. Well, guess what, Jaime? He ain't
3: going there It either. does
0: not look like AEW might be using Ric Flair anytime soon, although there's videos of him being in the back the last few weeks. Also, if you've seen the, uh, those, is it the insurance interviews yeah, with Ric Flair?
3: Yeah, those commercials. That, I don't know. It's I it's mean, if Hogan way. got cancer for a little while, I'm pretty sure he can get cancer for a little while, too. Well, check this
0: out. That insurance company that Ric Flair does the uh, interviews for or the commercials, they just issued a statement. That they're going to now pull their commercials with Ric Flair. Wow, this happened, and Jeez. I'm not defending Ric Flair, but this happened about 19 years ago, and uh, he's canceled. He's canceled. They're both him and the guy who defending him are both canceled. And this is the worst part about this whole damn thing. I was showing Liz. For those of you who know, Rob Van Dam from ECW is my favorite all time wrestler. This fucking guy, I don't know if he was high during this fucking episode or what, dude, he was fucking... More than likely. He was fucking talking everybody's business. He's like, oh, yeah, I saw Ric Flair do that. I saw him go to the back and do that. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And then he's like, oh, back in the day, I used to see wrestlers give girls GHB and drug them and then have sex with them.
1: And I'm like, dude, you're what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like, what are you saying? You know, like... Are you not familiar with Bill Cosby, sir?
0: I mean, he's fucking admitting that there are wrestlers. He didn't give names, but there are wrestlers back in the day that were drugging groupies... <laughs> Or girls they were meeting on the road, drugging them and having sex with them. I'm like, here we go again. I mean, first of all, I can't believe he fucking did that. He must really not want to ever be in the wrestling business again.
3: Yeah, he, but, he, he, People forget who he is. He wasn't really a, I mean, yes, he liked him a lot, but he was not really a top tier guy. Sure. Yeah.
0: When he got to WWE, <laughs> the only reason he lost his belt was because he got arrested with Sabu with drugs in his car like a week after he won the WWE title. Okay, was, maybe
3: he derailed himself then. Was he drugging Sabu?
0: No, not that I know of.
3: But, but so, he never got to that level. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was... So right you know, now, yeah. 20 years later, no one gives a shit about Rob Van Damme. So he tried to give him... He wants to get the light back shined on him. Yeah.
0: Maybe. I know he sells like CBD now or something. I think he has his own CBD well, company or some shit. But that's where we're at now, Idam. Uh... Ric Flair is canceled again or he's, you know, I don't know this. I think this is going to be. I thought
1: you said he opened his robe and he was swinging it around like, like a Santa Claus meme. <laughs> like, <that. laughs> oh, like, the, a,
0: like
2: a helicopter. That's what, the,
1: that's what they said. Yeah, yeah. Helicopter. yeah, He was
2: swinging it around. But in that was, sort
0: of, yeah, but that was in front of the guys. And then when he, once he made his way to the back, that's when he forced this girl. She, she says that he forced her to touch his penis. Uh, and, and, and she said, nobody stopped it. She I mean, there's a plane full of
3: executives. men.
0: Everybody. Well, uh, allegedly the executives were in the front in first class. Uh-huh. It wasn't she, just
2: men though. They said it was like all the crew and stuff yeah. that put the show. So there's females on the plane too. Like it was just the, the whole the people that put the show together, you know?
0: Yeah. So she said the only one that came to her rescue to kind of finally put an end to it was uh the one we know as um, Gold Dust. That that's the one who finally stepped up and did something about it. But I mean. So she painted this picture. It was kind of powerful, man, because I saw the episode. I mean, she's painting this picture like you have a plane full of all these people and nobody was going to step in. Yeah. You know, and then I'm thinking, well, fuck Rob Van Dam. You're saying you saw him do it and you didn't even fucking step in. It
3: was like, okay, no, it's Ric Flair. We I'm pretty just- sure was on roofing people also.
0: <laughs> he might have been. I don't know, dude. But <laughs> but there's no accusations against him. But I don't know, man. It's... uh. Two people because he was
1: the one giving the
3: accusations. That's why there was accusations against him.
1: Getting drunk on yeah. a plane just sounds like a bad idea. I mean, I, I'm guilty of having a few drinks on a plane, but I don't know about. I mean, seven hour delay. Seven, that's just a big party right but there. Yeah.
0: Three alcohol carts. I mean, and it's a private jet. Nobody got cut off. I mean, every people, people yeah. just kept drinking. It was. So anyway, that's my take on that, man. It's uh, I'm not defending or anything. I mean, there's always like we say, there's two sides to every story. They did settle, though. I don't know how much money she got back in the day, but 19 years later, this shit will come back and haunt you. That's the moral of the story. So be careful what you do See in What up. you did in
3: college, yeah. get ready. I don't remember half of what I did in college. So somebody does. All of somebody us somebody does. Somebody <laughs> does remember.
0: That's actually what a few of the wrestlers said. I was fucked up at that time in my life. I don't remember anything. And that's yeah, what I a few. A is that, that, is,
3: that is that a that good pace water. in court to say something like that? No, you just shut your
0: fucking mouth. Don't say anything. No, but
3: I like, can say, what do you I remember. It's just, I don't remember. I, I mean, don't remember. If you want
0: to come across as sincere, like I seriously, my track record shows I was a raging alcoholic drug addict. I don't know what was done or what was said. That's a, a, I, that, I don't remember. That I mean, would
3: be your defense. Like I was raging alcoholic. It's not a
0: legal defense, but yeah. I mean that, That's what
3: you tell the guy like, this is what we're going to do. You <laughs> might get a
0: sympathy defense from somebody like, okay, well, he you know, he was a drug addict. Okay, we'll uh, give him a pass or I
3: something. I didn't know what was going on.
1: Yeah. You were going to add something, Harold? No, I was not. Oh. Now I'm afraid to say anything. Yeah, <laughs> too late. After that, after that speech, I'm gonna be really careful about anything that I say. Yeah, you get canceled real quick.
3: Well, Uh-oh. we're not we're not that rich yet, so maybe we get richer. Richer, <laughs> more wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about the podcast
1: as a whole? Because we're we can only go up. So. <laughs> <laughs> so they can't go the other way anymore. Yeah. All right, so that was Hector's word on the street. A uh, little more serious than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was funny when he just told me the helicopter and the rope thing.
3: But <laughs> did he tell you or did he show
1: you? Now I don't even want to say anything because I'm going to get canceled too. <laughs>
0: there was no demonstrative <laughs> evidence. I, didn't, like, demonstrative I, I did not like. Rea- I did reenact it or
1: anything. Greg Flair paid these guys to say this story. So, so
0: picture you will, me with a bigger dick, <laughs> flapping it around like a helicopter. No, that was not done, Hyman.
3: That was not done. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> All right, so we've got a cookoff coming up. Um, I don't know how to feel about this cookoff. It's some friends of ours. Uh, I'll name drop them this one time. Bufa, they're having a cookoff on October second. Um, and Alma signed us up, so I guess we're gonna do it. I've been tasked to oversee the chef's choice. This could be anything that I want, but it's got to include avocado. So, ideas, guys. Let's brainstorm this. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, Hector, has got something.
0: Are you thinking making it on a pit or smoking it? It has to be one or the other?
1: Gr- I think grill so. And smoke? Yeah. Or, I mean, if I can do it on the cast iron pan that's fine too i mean i don't want to take a fryer out there either. i know you had a lot of fryer ideas
0: sir just make some tacos some fajita tacos and put a little oh, sliver of avocado on and there's it. your fucking avocado eat it yeah that could be Toma that.
3: That. that's there. i, I think the same thing but i thought that might be too simple that's pretty simple Fajita the tacos make some better tortillas, tortillas boom boom put it there
1: I really don't think I need to overthink it. I don't think that I have any chance either way. I think, you know, I feel like these unsanctioned cookoffs already have their their people. You know, we've always had that, and Eddie will say the same thing when we have him on next week. You know, like we like to say they're kind of rigged. Like the closer you are to the people putting it on, the higher you're going to place.
0: Well, the thing is, like Eddie and them, it's like okay, we go this week and win an, an actual sanctioned cookoff and beat the shit out of anybody. The next week we go to an unsanctioned cookoff and we don't even get top anything. It's yeah, like, hmm. no calls. Same, same recipe, same everything else. And the teams we beat every week at the sanctioned cookoffs, we lose two now. So it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, I can see why people, I don't do them. I, I don't do unsanctioned cookoffs. I don't have the time or the energy. Um,
3: so you say too good for them.
0: I'm too good for them, Jaime. That's exactly what I'm fucking saying. My time is precious <laughs> to me. And, uh, all this shit, well, it's to help the kids, I'll help the kids uh, in other ways. I'm not gonna go waste a fucking afternoon to uh, to be uh, well, at least disappointed. You didn't say fuck those kids.
3: <laughs> no, I
1: I, 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 do, I donate. I do That's a lot. That's so the one I, exception for Hector. <laughs> fuck everybody, but the kids are cool.
0: No, I mean, yeah, because I've done. I mean, I'll donate and stuff for kids and everything else. I don't mind doing it, but when it's like that, you know, all these unsanctioned cooks, Well, it's a benefit. I'll do my own benefit. I'll go pay under the table, or I don't need to advertise it. And I'm not shitting on that. I mean, I'm commending people to do doing, these things, what they're out. doing. But I'm talking about just the point of it's still competition, right? So for me to go waste an afternoon or two days to do a quote-unquote competition at an unsection (laughs) event and be disappointed, I'm like, I'm good. I'll just stay at home and fucking be on the couch watching cartoons or something.
1: Hiram, you're in L.A. Surely almost everywhere you eat has some kind of avocado something in it. Avocado ice cream. Yeah. How about
3: you email Tom Brady asking (laughs) me to do an avocado?
1: Yeah. Do you think he'll, he'll respond? He's pretty active on Twitter now. He's all over the place. How about how about some baked avocado boats?
2: You get an avocado and you cut it in half. You take the little pit out. Okay. You make an egg. You put it into the little area Holy where the shit. pit was supposed to be, right? And then you make it like a potato skin, but you do a breakfast style. You put the bacon. Portuguese you get the egg. You get the avocados. The boat. You put some chives on top. Oh, wow, man. That's pretty, wow. that
1: was, I did not expect that uh, and, then, and then
2: to seal the deal the seal the deal you shove a little blue chew pill right into yeah. the middle of that dish that's, a, that's more like a Portuguese people.
1: breakfast <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so, so the judges can be on there with hard-ons at the end like what the fuck I don't so know good. what it was about that
2: I don't know what it was about that dish but man I can't stop thinking about it
1: it's been two hours <laughs> Good. Well, take that into consideration.
3: That wasn't a bad one, actually. It wasn't yeah. bad at all. That was surprising. Yeah. I Googled it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't Google Portuguese breakfast, by the way. <laughs> That's something else. <laughs> all right, man. So we got a couple minutes left. You're coming down. What time do you get coming here? down. I get there at four
2: o'clock on Thursday. We're going to a nice little happy hour with my little sister who's turning 21. All right. So this will be her first official taste of alcohol for all you people out there who uh, may know her. Been an absolute saint up until now. Uh, We're going to introduce her to the alcohol world.
0: Okay. And let me introduce you to the law here, Yudam. So when you come down here, (laughs) uh, let me school you on the Texas law, okay? Because you're in your, your 30s or so. You're gonna be down here. Thirties. You're gonna be down here, give or take. You're gonna be down here uh, with your 21 year old sister and all her little friends and everybody else that encompasses around that, right? So just remember, be careful when you come down here. Uh, have people follow you with video cameras and everything uh, to document. <laughs> I, I do have a consent form that I can provide for you. Jeez. I may even show up as your attorney and say, okay. Uh, as a mediator, right? Like, look, before you engage in this, uh, Bluetooth will be involved in this. We're just warning you, sign the disclosure that you're okay with this. And, uh, you know, everything else that comes, I'm already drafting it. It's pretty much done. So that's my gift to you.
2: Actually, really Man. starting to worry me about this trip. But I don't know um, if I should come down now. It sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, so a, I'll be down
0: there Thursday.
2: I'm, I'm hoping that we can film a couple of these podcasts while I'm down there. We do have a, a special guest coming on. For our next episode, can we reveal uh, it? Which, yeah, I think we can. All right, I'm not sure if this is a. I don't know if this is a a uh, a single appearance or if he's going to have the twin, uh, or if this is going to be the duet. So I'm not Ooh. quite sure about that part yet.
3: Well, the duet's coaching on, on. I think so. I don't think he can.
2: Oh yeah, it's Friday night Friday. lights. No, oh, well there we go. We might yeah. have the.
1: Can we, side, can we get the sides?
0: Can we get the sideline and just broadcast so, from the sideline at the football game?
1: <laughs> who he's referring to is Eddie, half of Chilling and Grilling. They were on one of our uh season one podcasts, actually our most listened to podcast so far. If he has Mario, he's the guy who chills the most. So well, if he has so, Mario. So. We got the chilling half of Chilling and Grilling. He'll be here on yeah. Friday. So we'll have and Hiram's gonna produce that show. So we'll see. see we'll see the difference. <laughs> i'm gonna produce it it's gonna be all about
2: me so it should be cool
3: just do everybody else's mic with his
2: yeah yeah i'm gonna go through some monologues i'm gonna go through some of my like like the transmorphers uh reviews we'll go well we'll we'll take a little ride down hollywood we'll see see where the white class we'll see we have time we'll probably visit some barbecue topics for the last like two minutes of the show
0: So before you come down here, I'm also, if we're going to do this sausage month thing for October, if you want to reach out to anybody in the the industry who might be wanting to come on here,
1: Uh, what, what, what industry are you talking about? We're
0: talking about porn.
1: (laughs) Um, We're talking about that. We're trying to clean this up.
0: We're talking about the sausage you're born with, the the sausage you cook, um, you know, and everything in between. So you know we just want to make sure nobody leaves you know everybody is heard you know we're we we embrace everybody well not literally we're not like that but you know what i'm trying to say we give everybody an opportunity to speak so
1: i don't know you said you'll do anything if you're drinking Drinking. (laughs) it's true Uh, wow all right guys that was it for today um stay tuned next week we got eddie from chili (laughs) McGrilly. We're going to try to go to a 2 4 next weekend. So stay tuned for Sausage Month in October. We're a bunch of Joes that cook like pros. The Wacho. Get
2: it, (laughs) friends.